Hey, hi, hello. How are you? And how's it going? Welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. And we are joined by our very special guest friend, Joe. Hey, what's up? What's up, Joe? Joe, 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 we know you better by by your handle. That that is that is worm tongue. Yes, right? worm tongue. A handle I chose uh, because I love Lord of the Rings. Before I realized that everyone was gonna know me by that, <laughs> as it is your permanent <laughs> online. Name. That's, that's just it. me now. I don't have that's a choice. Your brand. And that's... he's like the worst, grimiest character too. Literally, his first I name think... is Grima. It's just... <laughs> the man of grime. I don't know. I thought it was kind of a cool name, and it's like enough like a reference to Lord of the Rings, but it's still like worm tongues like anything. You know, like they don't have a, like a whole stranglehold <laughs> on the name worm tongue. Yeah, that being said, I also think he's like one of the, the coolest characters. Interesting. I love, he's great. I love a good, like, let me just come in here, look dirty as hell, whisper something in your ear real quick. I do. I love a Royal Vizier type. But that's, yeah, that's, exactly. That goes back to Jafar for me. Uh, and for horror fans, it's Brad Dorif from Child's Play. What? Dude, I just watched yes. uh, the first episode <laughs> of that show. Have you guys seen the, the no, show? No, I didn't watch no. the show yet. Dude, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's uh, Don Mancini. He wrote and directed. I think he directed yeah. it. Um, oh, okay. And it's like pretty interesting. It's like <laughs> de- that oscillating yeah. tone. <laughs> I was like, it's pretty interesting. It depends Wait. on what you think of the last couple like official uh, Chucky movies, like not, like Curse and Cult of. But the, the, oh, the okay. second to last one was so fucking boring. The last one was <laughs> was a little better. Okay. It's uh the show is is in that vein. Show's like shit. <laughs> it's in that vein, but it's it it's interesting cuz it's on uh I think it's on USA and it's one of the things that I yeah. started watching yeah, yeah. it and I was like, "Mm, this is not they how did they get this? Why yeah. did they get this?" <laughs> I just I'm always surprised that there's still a channel. You know? What do you mean? I just you, you don't, don't watch I, television. I don't hear about them ever, and then all of a sudden it's like right. on USA, and I'm like, "What is that? Is that?" Or hey, when's the last time you watched cable TV? That's probably why you don't. What hear is about USA? What What do you mean? What is that mean? where like a man comes and plugs in the, the Netflix and TV? Or hey, went from VHS to DVD to streaming. There was no ever interaction with television. No, I actually have a long history of. I always watch sci-fi, you know, and shit like that. Oh, like, sci-fi oh, is great. Right, yeah, yeah. But before they ruined it with their with their rebranding and their <laughs> not the spelling. crazy movies, yeah. S Y F Y, and you're like, what yeah. is happening? I'm so confused. No, but no, uh, no, this sir. is a good time. I don't I don't have any mentions this week, so let's let's just hop into it, was, it a little bit. Shut up! It's we're tired this week. Yeah, <laughs> I actually have a few, but I'm saving them for the next episode that we're also filming today. Just so you know, um, <laughs> Joe, what is your relationship with horror, or what are you doing here? Uh, so my my relationship to her is uh, <laughs> it's a deep and committed one. I uh, wow yeah no lifelong horror fan. Um, I so so I first got into horror movies through my uncle, who so he he's my dad's brother and he was much younger than my dad, and so he mm-hmm. he was like a Gen Xer and sort of like you know loved Star oh, Wars. That's, that's cool, uncle. Yeah, that's a cool yeah. Uncle. You know when the Gen X is a cool uncle. Yeah, and so he's like big, big, deep, like like nerd stuff. Like he loved all the stereotypical classic nerd shit, and mm-hmm. so that sort of like rubbed off onto me. Like he's a man who, I you'd go into his room and he'd have like a wall full of like mint in box like Kenner Star Wars figures. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so he, he showed me a bunch of John Carpenter stuff when I was like way too young to have seen that's, any of that. That's a lot. Yeah. Those are not <laughs> light, like not light <laughs> viewing. Exactly. Yeah. He showed me that the, the, the three things that impressed upon me that he showed me, it was, or I guess four things. Cause it was star Wars, John Carpenter, the evil dead and uh, Pootie Tang. Okay, oh. a little bit of a little bit of a oh, curveball at the God. end. Yeah, there. yeah, those Shout are the four things. Yeah, <laughs> those are the four so things cool. that he showed me that I was like, my brain is forever changed. Yeah, I've yeah, fundamentally I've... been shaped as a human being. Yeah, yeah, you know, all of, I love all the lifelong. That, that's really fucking awesome. But I love that, and then just me like, yeah, I was scared of goosebumps that I would watch the <laughs> intro behind the chair, looking over that I like just I couldn't do that. And you're like, yeah, I was watching John Carpenter and Evil Dead, people getting hacked up, whatever. I don't care. I'm like, oh my god. Well, listen, I, most of that stuff, most of that stuff, I wouldn't peg as like gen like like Evil Dead. I I wouldn't peg as like genuinely scary. It's a, it's a, it's Raimi. It's a little I, more yeah. goofy. John Carpenter obviously edges into more like actually scary territory, but <laughs> the, the first the first thing I remember watching that like genuinely scared me that still scares me to this day. I watch it not like oh, I guess the last time I watched it was like two years ago. I got to change that. But was the th- Carpenter's <laughs> the thing? So yep, was like good. the moment there I saw go. that I was like, mm, nothing's the same. Everything's different. I don't yeah. like that. <laughs> Yeah. That that veers into scary and then stays there and builds a house and resides in scary. Yeah, it fucking rules. It's cool too because it's like one of the few movies that's like super gory but doesn't doesn't sacrifice like atmosphere and ambiance for it. Totally. Yeah. That that's a easy ghost skull alien for me. The thing. Oh my god, that's my, my what shit, struck yeah. me about it was the first time watching it. I was a good deal older, so I was already like they've parodied the uh, the blood testing scene over and over again and everything else so i'm like i fucking know what's going on here this is an old movie i'm not fucking scared and the (laughs) when it happens it's still so fucking good and scary you're just like jesus okay the scene okay the scene that always gets me is when the dog just starts staring at the wall and there's Mm. something so deeply unnatural about that gets me every time yeah yeah um so yeah so from there it was like a pretty easy jump to sort of uh never watching or experiencing anything else ever again it was just kind of like yeah this is my mind is made up this is what i like yeah it really it it must be bad for your brain on some level because oh horrible horrible Horrible. get fundamentally changed and they're uh, i'm just like not very interested in anything else oh my god dude dude, my my partner will be like hey like do you know how to do this like very basic thing and i'm like no but i could tell you how they did absolutely every single special effect across all yeah, time there's, like, there's syringes there's hydraulic pump and she's no. like Nissan, i don't need that i don't want that yeah would you like no. to hear all of the canon names for the cenobites and yeah and <laughs> of- dude we watched yeah. we watched uh scream uh i i can't remember if it was her first time ever but we watched it together and like every two seconds i was like yeah so he's named after uh you know oh, the character home, and so he's named this after is actually a reference as well she's like no, i don't it's not i don't need this I'm, i don't care yeah, <laughs> this is not information movie i need where the people listen i barely want to watch the movie so yeah like i'm so- <laughs> um, yeah i just i, I just, was just all being days. nice <laughs> yeah no she's a she's a good sport she's a she's a good sport oh, she's down to watch anything that i'm vaguely interested in so that's nice 
but today, what you're what you told us that you're vaguely interested in, what you've brought to the table is, of course, <laughs> this city, isn't a vague interest. <laughs> city of the Living Dead, 1980. Yeah, and this is baby. like when I got this this. When I saw that this was the topic, I'm like, okay, this person likes horror. You know, like, it's not. Yeah, like this, this is, is not like, somebody who like dips a toe and they're like, yeah, City of the Living Dead, 1980. Nothing but the big guns for me, baby. It's <laughs> good. I'm glad we have a deeper cut this time. This is a deep <laughs> horror cut. This is not even like essential watching. This is like only for the the true believers out there. You know? This is for the grime hounds out there, baby. <laughs> I was gonna say this is like. I mean, this is a. Out of Lucio Fulci's films, I would say this is one of the popular. Uh, this, the Beyond, and House by the Sem. Eh, Z- really Z- zombie, the Beyond Zombie, of course. Um, these are like the bigger ones. I mean, there's obviously a bunch more that were made, but like this is one that you're like, I could hear about this one, and but it's definitely a horror off ramp. Like, yeah, you have to go like I'm doing a thing, and then you're like I'm I'm moving into a side street that runs parallel, and then just really winds its way through a bunch of different things when you get to this. Well, I feel like Fulci... Fulci is a filmmaker who everyone... Like, I'd be hard-pressed to find someone with a passing interest in horror who doesn't know his name. But then when you actually watch his stuff, you're like, oh, whoa, this is... This is crazy. (laughs) Different. This is Uh, something new. (laughs) So Fulci's the the guy who directed it. How do you pronounce his full name? Lucio? Lucio? Lucio. Lucio. Lucio? Lucio Fulci. Uh, That's what I've been saying, but he's not around to correct me. For right for now, y'all so. that don't aren't familiar with him, he he's like an Italian director, and he made a bunch of old horror films that are very like in the genre of their own, but heavily influence a lot of other movies like that. Correct. You can catch this one specifically on Shutter. We need to figure out what Night Flight Plus is. Uh, Pluto oh, TV, what? TV Night Flight, and <laughs> if if I am correct, and I'm not gonna look this up because I refuse to. <laughs> I'm already on. Uh, I'm pretty sure Night Flight was actually watch it be USA Network thing, but it was some cable network had a programming block called Night Flight, I believe, or, or okay. something like that. And Night Flight Plus was like a, a they they're bringing it back, and it's for like all a bunch of old weird cult classic stuff. Oh, there's cool. a there's a really good one of my favorite. Is it USA? Yes, that's crazy. <laughs> it, it's offering original episodes of the 1980s USA Network TV show. Dude, no wonder they got Chucky. No wonder they got Chucky. Oh, that makes a lot of sense actually. Now, um, come on, guys, we did Night Flight Plus, right? Everybody knows Night Flight. <laughs> yeah, everybody Plus. knows it. I will say, definitely, definitely the most niche streaming service you could come up with is pretty tough yeah it's like night flight plus we'll people consider who looking night into it don't for remember uh yeah so that's where you can you can catch uh, city of the living dead mm-hmm. we'd recommend probably shutter or canopy which you can get for free by certain local libraries again canopy and yes uh tuvi no dot canopy and fuck it hoopla hoopla what canopy the are the two library streaming services <laughs> I was expecting you to do your hoopla thing, Brian. Hoopla! Thank you. Tubi also a great service. Tubi brings it, the big guns. It's sometimes. free. It's okay. Yeah, it is That's free. The, yeah. I also had to watch Dinosaur Hotel on there, so I'm not like thrilled with them right now. <laughs> but that's. But, uh, Tubi. You know. Tubi was the only place that I could watch uh, a movie called The Dead Next Door, which was a shot on <laughs> video, Dawn of the Dead ripoff directed by a dude whose name escapes me right now, but it's like the most elaborate home movie I've ever seen in my life. 
what was the name of that again? the dead next door it fucking rules it's okay. so good but Tubi was like the, the only place one? that had it for a long time and now i think now that like every single boutique blu-ray label is like putting out the worst movies anyone has ever seen in their lives <laughs> yep i'm sure it's not as hard to find anymore but it is it is crazy how bad movies get i'm always astounded by how they're like i'm like you, utterly not you good can't bacon. be this bad and they're like i can go lower it's oh, very we, much. We can get worse. We can get it's worse. Gonna be worse. Check it out. <laughs> I've made a couple of those. Listen, I know. Oh, yeah? Ooh, we're going to have to talk about that. Yeah. Next episode you're going to be on is. <laughs> I would have helped my movie. John Downey of Downtime with John Nunley, he's in one of my movies. It's very bad. But How he, long he's really good in it. He's really good in it. How long Give are the us movies? these links. They're all they student like, films, so they're uh-huh. like between five and ten minutes are they publicly available some of them yeah on my vimeo but i don't i want i would to be (laughs) i would definitely do a full joe episode where the the, the topic is all of your student films listen only only i believe two or three of them can technically be classified as horror movies okay Okay. (laughs) then those then those two or three it's like a good 10 minute episode We'll do those, uh, and then oh, trust me, I'm sure we can talk about these ten minutes yeah. way long. Like, we'll have the director there. We'll have we'll plenty have to comb apart. Comb through, I'm down. You know? I'm down. We will pick it apart. <laughs> we'll uh, pick, it apart. pick. I said pick. I didn't say tear. I said we'll gently pick. pick. Pick apart. We'll just we'll just fold back those leaves. Let's get, get a look at that little little bud inside the flower. Please the move on. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna die. Are you familiar with the rating system, Joe? I uh, I. I believe so, but run me through it again. Yes, Absolutely. we have we have at the at the going bottom up, right? We have the pukey emoji, which means that's really reserved for like think Star Wars holiday special. Okay, that should, that should mean something to you. You're worse off for have having seen it. Yeah, it's like psychologically damaging. You know, very like <laughs> love it, <yeah>. love it. Uh, <laughs> Good, great. There's awesome. the nauseous face, which is just for like like bad movie like really bad it's still it's still quite bad movies it's like you did not have fun watching it you like wished you hadn't seen it like it was not entertaining you would steer people away from it it's okay. just not like actually you don't need a therapist afterwards you know the uh and then the the largest category is just the normal smiley face which covers just like the movies watchable you know when we watch horror films most of them are just like yep that was fine I've seen it's that. what you get when you're trying out horror films with people, right? You're yeah. just like grinding through smiley after smiley mm-hmm. after smiley, yeah, looking yeah, yeah. for like one of those sweet, sweet Mr. Cools. That's that's the sunglass emoji, you know? And that's like, I like actually legitimately like this movie and I'm a little excited about it and like want to tell people about it, right? Like you're recommending <laughs> it to people, yes. which then becomes ghost skull alien Ooh. emojis, of course, which is like. That's one of those like this movie was fucking awesome, and I'm like actually on a little bit of a crusade to make sure everybody watches this movie. This Who's is my new favorite kind of thing, rating right? system. Thank you. This is the only way I'm going to refer to any movie from now on. Is be like, mm, yeah, it was just oh, cool for sure. That's that's sure. so nice. I well, found it it's like, quite helpful actually. Dude, it's not bad. Here's the thing. Like, okay, I like star ratings. I don't find useful because no. for me. Like a three star, say we're doing, you're doing it at a four or five, right? Yes. Like a three star movie and a four or five star rating scale can be wildly different from another three star movie because they're not, you know, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah you, you also, you don't know what the stars mean to individual people. Everybody exactly. rates it a little bit differently. And it's always mm-hmm. like, are you rating it on quality or like entertainment value or whatever? And in like, in horror, I feel like you're looking for something specific and we, 
a system that includes both movies that are legitimately good, like Hereditary, versus something like this or something that's just like for fun, like Mayhem. You know? Yeah. You gotta, well, you gotta be able yeah. to encapsulate a lot. Horror is also one of the very few genres where, like. M- I guess maybe this is a very declarative statement, but I feel like it's one. Here of, we go. I feel like it's one of the very few genres in which, like, ninety percent of the movies are absolute dog shit. Yep. You know, <laughs> of like, just most of them are bad. Like, so there's quite a bit of like. I don't know if you guys saw the new uh, Texas Chainsaw trailer that dropped today. I did. No. I did watch it today. Yes. Yeah. So I actually, I everyone like savage it, and I was like, listen, this actually looks fine to me. Because most of the sequels to Texas it's Chainsaw so, Massacre yeah. are absolutely dire. Like, they're all yeah. pretty much universally bad, with the exception of two. Which I was going to say, one and two, everything else can go away. Love yeah. two. Two well, is completely I'll go to bat. acceptable. I'll go to bat for the remake. But mostly, oh, the yeah. Jennifer, the Jessica Biel yes, one, the yeah, 2003. Yeah, yeah. The Marcus yeah, Nispel. Okay. I'll go to bat for that one. I don't think it's like great, but there is a shot where the camera pulls back through the bullet hole of a man's head, which is like, Ooh. hey, that's pretty cool. I'll take that. That's, I'll that's, take that's, that. A, that's the nice thing about a smiley face is sometimes it's like, yeah, yeah. I'll go watch, I'm going to go watch this movie. I'm not going to fucking tell anybody about it really, but I'm going to have like a decent time. You know, <laughs> I did my thing. I watched a horror film. I'm doing good, you know? <laughs> Uh, so Brian, what would you rate City of the Living Dead? Um, I, I'm pretty confident I would give this a Mister Cool. Oh, okay. I actually I got a big kick out of this movie. I I was sitting at a smiley face for most of it, and then towards the end it picked up into a Mister Cool, and then it almost dipped down back to a smiley face, but oh, it, we'll it managed to that. stick. Yeah, there's a lot going on at the That's end. That's the Lucci like, Alfulci promise, baby. <laughs> It's going to be so slow that you might tap out until something happens that is the greatest thing you've ever seen. It'll just spike it back up, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting at a at a at a smiley right now, but mm-hmm. it is not firm. I'm I'm very malleable okay. at this point. I'm I'm excited to see what you'll have to say. I'm 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 hoping we can bump that up to a, to a Mr. Cool. What about you, Joe? Joe. That's an easy Mr. Cool. Easy. Yeah, I easy. <laughs> Oh my god. That's always what it is. So often we've said that's so an easy Mr. Cool. Clean, you know? The thing is I I so this was this was the last of like the quote unquote like major Fulci flicks I had I had not yet seen. Um which is why I was super excited to to watch it with you guys and uh I have to say did not disappoint in the areas where I needed it not to disappoint. But yeah, like as far as like slow moving Fulci flicks go I don't know if I like this one nearly as much as I like something like The Beyond or mm-hmm. even House by the Cemetery, which I think is also not my favorite. I think it's like The Beyond and Zombie are really like the two, I think. Zombie has the greatest okay. o- opening scene of all time, I think. Is, oh, now we gotta is that the one where, where a zombie fights one. a shark? Uh, yes, but the opening <laughs> scene... So here's the thing. See... They can't open with that, or the opening that, I, scene. I watched the, that one as a child. I because a zombie fights a shark. I don't really remember anything about zombie. The okay. opening scene <laughs> is uh, the opening scene of zombie is uh, that a dude. Well, first of all, it's it's a. This is the only time you're ever going to hear someone compare uh, Lucio Fulci to Abbas Kiarostami, probably. But so there, there's an Abbas Kiarostami movie, The Taste of Cherry where the opening shot like you, your eyes like you don't really know what you're looking at it's like am i looking mm-hmm. at a reflection am i looking at not a reflection and then someone comes and uh sits down and you realize what you're looking at is like a shot reverse shot you just there was there was no 
subject in the first shot. So then it goes into I like see. a normal. Um, and so Lucio Fulci does that in Zombie, in which the shot begins and you're like, what the fuck am I looking at? And then a head <laughs> sort of like sits up and it's a man in a burlap like hood. And then immediately you see the barrel of a revolver, it cocks back, fires, and then you just watch this man's head just. Hell yeah. And then I a guy am- in sunglasses goes, the boat can leave now. <laughs> And that's how that movie opens. And I was always like, "That's the that's raw that's as hell. So sick. That's cold." Damn it! I'm I'm so glad we're getting into some of these deeper cuts. For go, going back for a second, you mentioned that like most horror films are dog shit, and like for people who aren't super familiar with horror, that might seem like a very bold statement. But it's just because you only get like a curated list of like the absolute best that other people have collected and brought to you. Yeah. You know, like, Everybody's yes. got like horror friends that like come in like they're like watch this one or all society is like you mm-hmm. should watch The Exorcist you know but like when you actually have to get down in the trenches and find them yourself it is like so much <laughs> wading I, through a bog of nonsense. <laughs> I also feel like horror is the like I feel like this does happen with every genre like there's a million dog yeah. shit drama movies but drama is not going to deliver Thanks any lifetime. goods if it's bad like horror Correct. is the only genre yeah. in which like. It, it's a it's gonna be a fucking terrible movie but someone's head will get blown off yeah we'll see yeah something. you can get something out of it exactly yeah. <laughs> which is why it's not that hard to get into the smiley face we really we really don't rate many movies below smiley face you really have to be so boring and then have nothing that made me be like i'm happy i watched this you know well that's that's the other unspoken rule i, t- I took uh four years of film school and the thing i learned actually was that like most movies actually not that bad most movies right. yeah are like fine <laughs> It's <laughs> most movies. It's are, a weird thing to look at the statistical average and go, "Oh, most of these are the statistical." Like most of them are in the middle because they're the middle and they have to. Be. Like, <laughs> you have to damn think, it, math to, like, how it works. Again. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, it has to pass through so many people and so much money yes. spent on it, and so many people care so much about it that it's that's why it's always such a surprise. Where it's like, "How did you do this? Yeah. How could you have done yeah. this? Why did you do exactly. this to me personally?" You know. Um, <laughs> But that, that was leading me into like you you just describing this opening scene like that's what you get a lot with these lower budget films is like you can just go to that that was like what really made you a little outcast nerd if you were into these movies like when you were young because you'd be like but then this happens and then this and then this, this. And like you're a weirdo get away from me stop <laughs> uh, do we have any warnings trigger warnings for this how much time you got <laughs> I. Was there animal I mean, violence? I feel like there was animal violence, right? Our warnings are for, like, bad stuff. Like, usually sexual violence, animal violence, kid violence. Uh, that sort of stuff is typically it. There's a carcass in this, but I don't... Yeah, this is actually, hard like... Hard to see. One of... I can't believe I'm saying this. It's actually one of the more tame <laughs> Lucio Fulci I'm films. I'm so excited for that to be hard cut with the description <laughs> of some scenes later on. Yeah, this is actually one of the more tame Lucio Fulci films. I, I don't believe there's any sexual violence, which is a nice change of pace for any... an Italian horror mo- film. Oof, yeah, I mean, yeah. Especially Fulci. We've done Cannibal Holocaust on this Oops. show. Oh, dude, so, what yeah, a flick. We, it, yeah, woof. one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. Shout <laughs> out to Riz Ortolani. That's what we said. Riz Ortolani. What's the noise in that? Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. Yeah. So sick. Okay, so yeah, I don't, I don't re- really remember uh, seeing anything where it was like, whoa. There's a lot of like gross 
stuff, but it's all effects. You know, like if you don't like standard maggots or worms, yeah. like yeah, if that trigger, if you're like, I'm going to freak out from that. Sure. Can't believe other than that. Who's hanging out like don't like maggots or worms. Not a fan. Yeah. Ex- yeah. <laughs> Couldn't, um, be <laughs> Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. <laughs> and how would y'all describe the vibe to this movie? And it's generally, Uchiofulji. <laughs> it is uh, Dreamlike is maybe the first. Yeah, yeah, it's a very good one. Uh, Dream good number. Almost Dreamlike. gonna say hallucinatory, but that's it's, yeah. No, that actually, feels a little too hard. But no, like, that's it is. that's yeah. perfect. I mean, it's like half fever the movie, dream. Yeah, half. I mean, half fever the movie dream, is yeah. someone's fever dream. <laughs> um, it's these. You know, if you've ever watched any of these older films, especially when it's like the Italian ones, you got you get a, a sense of it. Like the the even down to like the colors and the lighting and everything that's used. You know, yeah, pretty consistent across the board with these. Absolutely, um, they which, get fun with that stuff. With the cinematography, a lot of the times, which is very nice because well, it's a interesting. Lot of times it's just looking at stuff, and you're like, cool. It's, can this look cool? Yes, it can. So, Great. So I read an interview with uh, Catriona McCall, who's the lead in this, yes. and this was like one of the the first things she did that like put her quote unquote on the map. Mm. Even though I, w- I would say that like sh- she's probably most famous modern days for this run of movies she did with um, Fulci. But so like it's it's it was interesting hearing. So she came off of uh, like a Jacques Demy film before this and okay. then did this. And she was like initially hesitant to work with Fulci until she met him and the crew. And she was like, it's, it's really interesting how professional everyone was and how like. That is nice to hear. It is like a crew. Thanks, well, man. I mean, not Fulci's no, own to. failings, notwithstanding, and we can get into that at, at some Shrimps. point. But like, it was really interesting to to read her describe how it was like. Yeah, there was no like the, like these are people who shot like award winning films, and these are people who shot, and it wasn't like mm. it wasn't like a black mark on your career to do like a piece of shit movie like this. It wasn't some step down, like oh my god, you're in the mud sort of thing. Yeah, and it was like this was filmed. Okay. The, all the scenes that they filmed in Italy for this were filmed at like not Cinecittà, which is like the very famous you know Italian Hollywood essentially. Hollywood mm-hmm. studio, but like it, in one of the last like big bastions of Italian filmmaking, one of the last huge studios that I can't remember the name of off the top of my head. And she was like, it was, it was really cool to be there and like see them still making movies there. And like nobody around thought it was like low rent or embarrassing mm-hmm. to be working on like a B grade horror movie. She was like, they took it all like very seriously and very professionally, which I find. I love that. Really nice. You said this is Catriona McCall. Mm hmm. Hate to tell you, but IMDb puts her most two known films as *A Good Year*, starring Russell Crowe, and uh, *A Borrowed Time*. Whoa! <laughs> it seems to be one of the leads. Huh? That's 2019, by the way. Whoa! Oh, okay. Yeah, you know the third and fourth are *House by the Cemetery* and *The Beyond*. I That's see, see. though. That is ins- I've. I don't think I know what either of those movies are. <laughs> I am looking at it. I it, maybe out. it's it's said the the poster says borrowed time, but the title is Denard Anatomy of an Antihero. Seems to be what, what? <laughs> are you, you're just making stuff. Borrowed time three. <laughs> borrowed time three, aka Denard three, is in post production coming out twenty twenty one, which she plays the same character, Kate <laughs> Denard. Actually, I'm most interested in a good year starring Russell Crowe, though. Honestly, he looks fu- happy okay. Fun okay. fact about uh, titles and this movie specifically is that this movie was originally called, I think, Twilight of the Dead. Yes, and uh, they were like, 
sounds too similar to Dawn of the Dead, yeah. so you can't release it in America under that name, which is funny because he would later go on to make Zombie, mm-hmm. which I... Yeah, so Zombie is called yeah. Zombie 2 in Italy because Dawn of the Dead was called Zombie, and it was supposed to be a sequel to that movie because there was no like <laughs> copyright law stopping him. Yeah. That's, so Fulci Zombie so 2 fucking confusing. is actually <laughs> Zombie 3. <laughs> Yep. This is the Final Fantasy thing all over again in <laughs> Japan and the US where three is six and six is that it's like I wanna stop and I that's, don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> that's not the only branch off of the oh, that, a, that movie tree either. Really? Night of the Living Dead, uh which you know D- George Romero did. The guy he yes. did it with, whose name escapes me, uh, they had disagreements. So they he went fight, on yeah. to do the Return of the Living Dead series, which oh, is Oh, Dan O'Bannon. Yeah, a direct sequel to Night of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead, an amazing fucking movie. Oh, the, yeah. The first one, definitely. Love Return of the Living Dead, and that's it. Which one? <laughs> well, part two Part two is not the worst thing I've ever seen, but it's a definite step down. Which would technically down. be part three of Night of the Living part Dead. Part three is strange. God. Is that the one? Uh, Stop it. Yeah, part, part three is strange. Part three is very weird. <laughs> um, okay. So, but let's let's... Let's focus on City of the Living Dead because I got a, I got a few things here. Um, okay. I was very, also very happy for it to not just be st- a standard zombie film because as soon as I see of the Living Dead, I get exhausted. Yeah, it's news. I start yeah. falling asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's let's open up that spoiler configuration. Brian, okay. will you do the we honors? Sit in our disgusting, gross, empty room with the windows boarded up, so that when the lights come on, it's really cool, and we'll sensual thumb circle to open the spoiler configuration. The First thing I want to talk about is that they include a bunch of references to Lovecraft stuff, kind of, and he's like, yeah, credited as inspiration. The, mm-hmm. A lot of this takes place in the town of Dunwich, which, uh, if you've read Lovecraft, is from the Dunwich horror, where, but it has like nothing to do with any of this. You no. Know? Oh God, no, no, absolutely not. Like I don't think <laughs> I. I <laughs> there's a few more things about the beginning that that I, most of my notes are like right at the beginning. Dude, One, me too. Me when too. When they're <laughs> They're doing the seance. They do the 70s show camera, which I'm going to assume the 70s show stole from this. You know? Oh, the that, that 70s show? That Sorry. 70s show. I'm yeah. like, what are you talking about this when they're, 70s show? When they're smoking show. weed, you know, and the yes. camera's like yeah, in the yeah, middle yeah. of the table, going between them. This is definitely where they got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody else, when she's got, like, doing whatever vision, tells yes. her to hold the line, which I assume is where uh, Toto got that from as well. That's Toto, right? Stop it. Is that Toto? That's Toto. I'll have that to brush song? up Hold on my line. Toto lore. Hold the line. Toto, something, yes. Something you were time right. on your side? Something? Yes. <laughs> Love isn't always on time. That's what that it came is. out. By the way, that song came out two years before this movie was released. So, oh, yeah, they definitely, they definitely got it from them. Dude, well, Fulci, they took it from huge that. Toto fan. Apparently. They took it from that. Yes, apparently. I was going to say. Fulci, uh, massive Toto fan. And finally, they keep mentioning the Book of Enoch. And that it yes. was written four thousand years ago, but the Book of Enoch is a real book. It is an it's an apocryphal book of the Bible that you can read, and the oldest parts of it are three hundred to two hundred BC, which is objectively in no way, shape, or form four thousand years ago. Have you I, read it? Uh, but yes. Mostly. Oh wait, really? I wasn't expecting yeah. you to say yes. <laughs> yeah, I, literally, when they said Book of Enoch, I went, Jorge is going to have a field. I <laughs> fucking love the Book of Enoch. Yeah, because, that's oh like, shit, that, Jorge, drop the knowledge. <laughs> so that book is about there's a group of angels called the Watchers that are the ones that are supposed to be watching over Earth, and this is like 
was sent down by God. You know, this is not like a cool <laughs> horror thing. It is like an apocryphal book of the Bible, which means it was part this of the was Bible debated at some point. in the Council of Nicaea about if this should be in there. Or not. There was. I don't there's think there's it like, was. <laughs> there's a there's a type of Ethiopian Catholicism that still considers it part of the Bible. Like it is not oh, okay. 100% outside of Catholicism. Sure. These Watcher angels are looking at humans and they're like, wow, those humans be pretty hot and God doesn't really let us do anything. Maybe we should just go mess around a little bit. So they get, <laughs> they go down to earth and they start fucking all the humans. And then if they make babies and if the babies were born out of lust, they become giants. And if they're born out of uh, love, they become like beautiful angel people. Whoa. And the giants are the Nephilim, which you probably heard that term before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's where Nephilim comes from. And eventually they fuck up everything so bad that God has to cause the flood. That is actually where the flood that Noah has to deal with. That from. explains oh. so much about uh, the movie Noah. Yes, the Russell Crowe <laughs> one. <laughs> I don't know that movie. They Dude, straight, you should no, see that they movie. They have giant, like, yes. You should look at it for its... I think it's Darren Aronofsky. It is Aronofsky, yeah. It's, yeah, it's Aronofsky's yeah. Noah. It's one um, of the few Aronofsky sh- movies I really like because it's like, what if the Bible was epic 1980s fantasy? Yeah, and I'm like, like yeah, cool. cool. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I mean, it basically was till they started ripping out all the good parts and they're just like, hey, don't <laughs> jerk little, off and pray more. <laughs> a lot of wild stuff in there. Yeah. Um, this is not a Bible episode. Yeah, but that book's not not four thousand years old. Is my point. And the thing sure. is that they were using it as a grimoire, and they're like all Lovecraft did was make up stupid grimoires. You know, you got the Necronomicon, a bunch of fake ones. Yeah, you got like... the book of a- <laughs> Avon. You got others. You know? Was it Falchi? Just... was just looking forward. He was like, people are gonna be watching this in twenty twenty two. We love we Lovecraft. <laughs> Doesn't matter what he wrote. Let's just <laughs> yeah. fair enough. Fuck him. We don't care. Exactly. What about you? What do you got for the beginning? Dude, mine, my Dude, notes. Okay. <laughs> are you talking to me or? No, yeah. it's uh, my only thing for the beginning is I really like the soundtrack and I really like the vibe. And then the uh, priest commits suicide and makes a very funny face when he's dead. Oh, yes, he absolutely does. <laughs> Fundamentally like, put, very put silly face that almost completely not, like, almost KO'd me in the first round of this movie where I was like, I'm not going to watch this movie. I'm not going to like it. It's going to be a fucking disaster. And, and then it was like, never mind. Let's move on. Then they cut back to it later in the film, and I'm like, it's still a very funny face. It's still objectively very funny. <laughs> I was going to say, and like, they, they must know that it's somewhat funny, because they're like, listen, you're going to see this at least six times. Yeah, like... <laughs> and so sorry, to our audience who has no idea what's going on, the, the movie is technically, technically about, like, there's a priest who's guarding the gates to hell or the city of the dead, uh, and he kills himself, and so the gates are opening up, and the... the protagonists and this have to go close it before all the zombies like pour out and apocalypse the world that's about it but it's not good yeah really unfold like that you know so my notes that's not like the main thing there's a lot of just random bullshit that happens this movie uh despite being (laughs) so slow moving more things happen in this movie than in movies that move twice as fast yeah I didn't think this was movie was as slow as y'all are talking about. I gotta be honest, and I'm quick to be like a movie's fucking I, slow. I will say, I, yeah, I will say there, but that's the thing is, there's a lot of things that happen, but also like keep in mind that part of the main thrust of this movie is uh, Catherine McCall, Mary, is like we have to go stop this thing that I've seen in a vision, and she doesn't get there until 20 minutes before the movie ends. Most of her plot is coming back to life and then going on a road trip with a guy. <laughs> Almost. The, 
are we okay to just fucking skip around and fuck all this shit right we're not yeah i i gave the general no i gave the general plot you're so just so the audience knows like what yes what they're trying to do but yeah it's all over the place y'all you're just gonna have to she keep up we see the we basically see the vision at the beginning is what like it's the real event but we see that she's seeing it there's a very cool the eye with the image of him hanging in like the pupil of it i'm like these are fun creative little shots she fucking dies at the seance table she is like i'm fucking gone i died of fright fuck this shit i'm out she did and not hold the line she gets fucking put in her comment and there is a reporter who is like oh the mysterious death she died of fright meanwhile i'm i'm barely paying attention to the storyline because i'm like all of this adr is not the best eight like it's better than most italian films but there's a lot of overdubbing of dialogue and i'm watching people's mouths go not like say the same thing but say it later or different and i'm oh, like oh brian is, I'm gonna have brian you know why that is right why is that oh, this is my favorite fact about any <laughs> old horror movie from this era <laughs> uh it's because they would film these movies like all over the place because it was like an Italian movie, but it was filmed partly in the U.S., partly not with, you mm-hmm. know, Catherine McCall is British and then everyone else in this movie is fucking Italian. And so they yeah. would just have everyone. I don't know if it's true for this movie specifically, but it's true for a lot of movies of this time. They would just have them all record their lines in the language they spoke. And then they would just go over it later for wherever. <gasps> I they, assume that that's yeah. what was happening. <laughs> Yeah, so like 90% of the time, the ADR doesn't match what they're saying because it's not what they're saying. They're speaking. That's perfection. That's so like, I was too busy going, I'm I'm blacking out and having a stroke because this is like, you see it with like Christopher Jor, the reporter. You're like, ah, he's very clearly the guy who said these lines and saying them exactly what he said. And then like the old woman in the seance room, I'm like, you don't speak a word. (laughs) (laughs) I I love that they all like kind of have accents. Yeah, um, just yeah. Like for, inexplicably, and it just feels so normal and so right when when you've lived with these movies in your mind for a long time. You know. Yes, absolutely. Um, what happened to that detective? I liked him. He was cool. He seemed like he was going to be exciting, and then he never comes back, does he? Nope. He was too busy arresting people for drugs. <laughs> my, from the way he was talking in the seance room, I think he just simply goes around arbitrarily arresting any and all people he can find for any level of drugs they have on their person. It's He's a very fun drugs. It's a very fun uh, subplot in all these old Italian mm-hmm. horror movies, which is uh, that everyone's just an asshole in these worlds. It's just everyone <laughs> yeah. is just the, the meanest person you've ever met. <laughs> Staring I love that. people down, fucking yelling at them. Um, the only thing I wanted to bring up was she dies and she's getting buried. And the reporter now, who has taken an interest in the case, is at the gravesite, at the cemetery, like watching her get buried. And the fucking union guys, the two gravediggers, just throw a couple of things of dirt on her and go, eh, it's five <laughs> o'clock. I guess that's that. We'll see you tomorrow. She, like, revives. I, I, I was a little confused on this, but I'm thinking it was just she was revived. Like, she was brought back well, from no, the it's, dead. It's, well, it's because the gates to hell are open, the, Okay, good. so people are able to come back from the dead. I just wanted to double-check that because I was a little iffy on it because they kind of talk about... They were like, you saved her from a terrible death. And I'm like, but she died. <laughs> so she was already dead. I don't understand. She, well, Ryan, you didn't follow the logic of the movie. It was, <laughs> you, can't, you can't follow simple narrative cues. Absolutely. It was like the the look inside the coffin and stuff is actually very nice. Like I love how I, this I very like quiet, that, yeah. like very dark looking into like the mirror on the top of the coffin. Like very cool stuff. Yeah. 
she wakes up and she starts pounding and like making some noise, but not like full out screaming, but just a pounding thing. The reporter is walking away and he stops. He looks back. He's like, I hear something. (laughs) I guess not. Turns away. Doesn't move. Let me remind you, does not move, but just turns away from it. Turns back again and is like, is there really something? She she basically goes so much that she runs out of oxygen in the fucking thing and dies again <laughs> inside of it. And he's How like, the ah, takes, yeah. must have been the wind. And starts walk, like walks four more steps. She revives again and is now screaming full force. And he's like, God, I feel like I'm hearing something. And we're like looking right at the coffin. It's a woman screaming for help, like screaming it's... bloody murder. And he's like, I don't know. Well, listen, he, yeah. he can't be the sharpest God, no. tack in the shed because his plan to get her out is insane. Oh, oh my God. Thank oh you. My God. Please. Is insane. So he, so he hears, and once he finally comes to the realization that she's trapped in there, he's like, okay, I have to get her out. 45 minutes it takes for him to decide. He's like, I have to get her out somewhere. And so, like, despite the fact that, like, they, they didn't nail this coffin shut. Like, he could have just opened this coffin, but his first reaction is like, okay, I need to break the top of this coffin open. What's around me? Oh, a pickaxe. And he starts beating the top <gasps> of the... And I actually think this scene is, like, <laughs> sick as hell. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's insane, but it's, like, well done. Like, I was feeling the tension of yeah. it the whole time. Dude, so he... But I'm like, you're a fucking menace. What's the matter? <laughs> <laughs> so he brings the pickaxe down on the coffin, and every time it hits, it goes right through and comes, like, barely an inch above her face. It's... <laughs> It's crazy. It's one of those things where I'm like, why would you think? Like, we've all seen a coffin. We know it's not that yeah. deep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you- that's, uh, that's one of the things I want to talk about was like, Brian, you were saying like, you know, it takes so like she literally dies in there again. He's not hearing her or whatever. But I was giving you the benefit of the doubt because if it's an old timey movie, you know, and I'm not like bored because my mind has been like yeah just rotted to shit from all the instant gratification that we get now i'm thinking like that <laughs> i true. feel like i feel like that scene would have been incredibly tense because it was almost tense to me even now you know and it was like not yeah exactly like my style but i feel like back in the day that shit must have fucking done really well i i was gonna say i'm not dissing the scene to be honest i was in on this like, like i said after the silly suicide phase or the silly dying phase i don't even know anymore but like after the silly hanging face, I was like, "This is I like this movie. I'm in this movie. This movie's doing a good job." Like, like I said, also the the part that's the most insane thing is he swings and opens up the one part. Yeah, she is very clearly <laughs> screaming and yelling right now, and I he's love like, that "Shot, actually." Oh, it's so fucking really good looking. He doesn't stop and go, ma'am, hello, are you, oh my God. He goes, I'm going to do it again. And it's like, you know where her head, you have approximation of where her fucking head is. Also, it's like. she's yelling. It's it's perfectly daylight out. One hole in that coffin is enough to see inside that coffin. Well, he definitely, he like stops and looks in and looks her dead in the eyes. He's like, I'm going to do it again. Yeah. The best, so uh, I'm gonna get some fun out of this before I have to save you. In the I same, I also will say, no, sorry, I was already paying attention to the scene because yes. the way that it opens up is with the gravediggers talking, and one of them tells a story about. He says, "I saw a porno where a guy got so carried away he helped himself to death." 
And I'm like, that was in a porno? <laughs> that was in a porno. You watched a guy Where die. are you watching these? What are you, like, wait, what you're is, not. What are you watching, Jorge? Come on. What is Italian porno? <laughs> Why are there people helping themselves to death in Italian pornography? I, I do want to say, I took a. The blonde gravedigger I looked at and was like, I swear to God, I know you from somewhere. He did was you, Did you Jack. recognize him from a pornography? I recognized him from what essentially it might be in some ways. He was in Hannibal or Cannibal Holocaust. Who is oh. he? Whoa. He was the blonde. He was Jack Anders in Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, oh shit. Oh, how do yeah. we? He's the bl- I mean, obviously he's the blonde guy, but the, the he's very mean. What are, what, the, is yeah. he one of the bastards that like yes. does all the shit? He's it's the one who us. isn't the. He's one of the two other guys. Yeah. Whoa! Again, we uh, yeah. we in we can no longer in good conscience. Uh, yeah. Recommend watching Cannibal Holocaust as a film, but you can go listen to our episode on it where we we cover exactly. it in great detail. So I can recommend yes. it. I'll I'll go on record recommending <laughs> we, it. We we went through I, a whole roller coaster on the episode you, about it. You can it, catch which... me way hype on it at the <laughs> beginning and like slowly be broken As down until I'm like, a lot of behind the fine. scenes information yeah, caused us to go. Yes. I can't. We're not. Oh yeah, a, no, not a thing yet. I ever yeah. want to think about. Which yeah. okay, there so was, that's there a, was enough that happened that I was finally like, I no more. That's a great I segue. I can't stand into for this film anymore. My my last thought on this uh, coffin pickaxe, which is in the same interview. Uh, I read with uh, Ketron McCall she described like filming this scene specifically where they, they were like so like Lucio Fulci was known for getting very angry on set sometimes and like yelling at people and just being like a general prickly bastard mm-hmm. um, and she was like well he was mostly very respectful to me except for uh, one time I can remember is when she was filming this scene and she goes every time so fun fact is that the 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 <laughs> This, How the, fun is this fact going to be? <laughs> no, this one's actually very good. This one's very okay. good. Trust me. This is, has a happy ending for everybody, which is uh, so the, the outside of the coffin was filmed uh, on location in the U.S. And the inside of the coffin was filmed on sets in Rome, Oh, okay. which is interesting. I, I was like, oh, that's a weird way to have done that. <laughs> but OK, go off, King. <laughs> um, but so she... She describes a filming of the scene where she was like, every time the pickaxe came down, I would blink because how how could you not? Obviously. And yeah. uh, every time it happened, Fulci would get very mad at her and be like, it's it's simple. Don't blink. Like, I need you not to blink. Uh, and then finally, he got very fed up with it and was like, look, it's supposed to be filmed this way. I'll show you how it's done. And he... He got in the coffin himself oh. and had them bring the pickaxe down to just to show her that it could be done without blinking, oh, which yeah. I was like, <laughs> still kind of an asshole thing to do. But at the very least, he was willing to put his money like, where his mouth is. It, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, you're a brick, but damn it. Okay. <laughs> it helps if you're willing to abuse yourself. As exactly. Well. Like, yes. Also, I don't know. Why does he not want her to blink? It seems like that's the natural reaction. I mean, it's literally happening because it's literally happening to her. <laughs> <laughs> Like I she's also dead in the seas. How did they safely bring a pickaxe down and make sure that it wasn't going to actually hit her? Because there was actually a pickaxe coming down. I assume. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, they do not reveal that secret. My guess, <laughs> they hoped and prayed. <laughs> I was going to say, I I want to shout out. This is a completely weird segue. I want to shout out our high school uh, fucking news broadcasting class that I was oh. in in our senior year. We sh- we filmed a series of like P 
PSA vignettes about like, you know, don't text in class, follow the ball, the usual shit, right? And we're like, we're gonna do something good. Like we're gonna actually do stuff. We had our drama teacher come in and they have tech stuff. So it includes a sledgehammer. And basically the idea that we were gonna do was I was texting in class and they caught me and they're like, come over here. And I put my hand on the thing and they bring the hammer down and it's like cut, cut to black of like, don't do this, whatever. He <laughs> fucking did the best. He he's a good. I love him to death. Great guy. Tried his hardest to fucking stop it, and it just he held as much as he could. Still came down and just smashed my pinky. So you oh. see, so we just used because we're fucking insane artists. We use used that yeah. shot. So it cut. It was just it was me getting slammed, and then my, you see my eyes and my mouth <laughs> open completely, and then it cuts to black. That's incredible. Oh my god. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, I'm so sorry that happened to you, but also... I know. I was completely fine. I never let him live it down. I, <laughs> I understand that everybody... Like, realistically, as adults, everybody's fine. You know, that, yes. that kind of thing happens. But, like, there's no way he doesn't get in trouble for that. How do you be like, I'm sorry, like, we were... We were filming a thing on, was, on not... You guys aired that? They, that was, like, a thing that people saw after that? I... Believes I can't remember. I, to be, to I believe we watched. I believe we sent it though. Like it, we that's the equivalent of, of, of broadcasting stuff. Film in high that's school. crazy. I was in the broadcast club in high school, and I would film <laughs> the most innocuous. Of you I would film the most innocuous commercials. Oh. And they'd be like, "We can't show this." And I'd be like, "Why?" And they'd be like, "Listen, there's a laundry Come list on. of reasons we are not allowed to put this on." And I'd be like, "Okay, that's fine. Fair enough." I'm imagining them starting out like a Lucio Fulci <laughs> yeah. film. Like, is so this the one start. that starts with the in- scream first thing? <laughs> Is this, is this the movie that starts with a scream, like very first thing? Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I yes. watched I watched some movie where the like literally before anything, while well, it's still black, there's a scream, and I don't know if it's this one or something else. I think it was this. It might be. This movie of also course. ends with a scream. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I just remember I was putting it on, and like <laughs> Shane was off doing something else, and the volume was too loud, and it instantly whole part was <laughs> filled was by a scream. <laughs> uh, watched too many horror Excellent. films. Can't keep them all I'll be straight. <laughs> Oh my god, my poor partner. She's in like she, she works from home, and I work from home, and so like she's yeah. in meetings all day, and like oftentimes I have to be like, we're just we can't watch this one on the TV, boys. We <laughs> just squad. We cannot. Here we go. <laughs> it's so Not bad. Happening. Um. Yes. So there's this. Wow. We're so completely off the rails. Yeah. Well, the Get next thing the that, coffin. Yeah. Do we have anything else for that coffin scene? No, That's, we don't need to cover the whole the whole no. plot. Honestly. No, the I think I, I, so I have about. I have one note that just says uh, graveyard men cleaning skeletons, which I like. My <laughs> notes are all over the place for this movie, but apparently that really stuck with me about this scene was that they're wiping the dirt off this skeleton. I was like, I don't think they should be That's touching right. it. First of all, <laughs> they should not. So I don't know why yeah. they're. The scene I want to talk about is when everybody's starting to go missing because of the zombies. Everybody keeps blaming the town pervert. Would you keep calling pervert? Oh, Bob. Bob. Yeah, Bob. Bob. Oh, how Twin Peaks. uh, Stop it. (laughs) He's just like a like cool teenager sleeps with everybody's daughters kind of deal. Is he cool? Um, Do we? Already looks like a corpse the first time we see him and is never. I actually fully do not remember what he looks Says like. Says maybe five words, and yeah. On that note, there are four protagonists in this film, right? Uh, and it's two pairs, man and woman. I, until they met, 
and that's maybe I on me. I maybe watching. I wasn't paid enough attention <laughs> to be clear. But when what, it wasn't until they were all in the same room, I was like, "Wait, oh. there's four of them." <laughs> I thought there were two. No, the best is when the movie just tries yeah. to like slide past you that two of them haven't been together the whole time, and then at the end of the movie, they're the two who are together, like speaking yeah. and acting as if they've been <laughs> friends the entire time. I did not even realize that. Yeah. I cannot. One of them, one of the guys had a beard and one of them didn't. Exactly. I still couldn't tell them apart. <laughs> the man I still with the beard. I couldn't just keep track of which one was which. They, I kept being like, uh, why do they keep being in one place like on a road then trip, but then acting like they're home? <laughs> I'm not understanding. It must be weird Italian <laughs> shit. I don't fucking know. Uh, and then they all met. And I'm like, that makes way more oh. sense. Just to keep <laughs> giving y'all evidence for my maybe partial face blind. There's so much. No, there's so much blinking. You'll miss it. Stop. Like, like you're talking about. It's kind of like a slower pace. Like the vibe of the movie is kind of slow to say that way. Um, maybe like the editing is a bit slow in that way as well. From like, I guess, micro, like scene to scene. Um, but it, they fit so much material. They're just talking. They're just yeah. saying stuff. And it's just like, this is now important? Oh, my fucking God. Who is this? Oh, you missed a line five minutes ago that actually told you who this was. I'm like, okay, cool. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah, but finishing up with that pervert, he's like hiding in somebody's (laughs) family car and the daughter comes out and finds him and she's like, no, daddy, because the dad shows up. Oh, this is the best scene in the movie. She like runs off. And the dad's like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna have to kill this pervert because he's yeah. what he's killing other people. I'm pretty sure, so I'm just gonna do it. And he does one of these, got like a, a a drill thing, like one of those situations where uh, it's like what villains do to heroes, right? It's almost like, well, literally you, like, the, a, like a drill yeah. or a buzzsaw going, and you slide them down the thing into it. You know, you're missing the best part of this, which is that he doesn't plan on killing this guy with the drill. <laughs> Yeah. It's Bob accidentally hits into the drill. The drill turns on, and then the dad looks at him, looks at the drill, yeah. looks at him, yeah. looks at the drill, draws oh, the not, scene not out for so long. Like Fulci, Fulci, I will say he does this in the Beyond too. I'm sure mm-hmm. he does it in other movies, but I can remember it off the top of my head. He does it in the Beyond too, where like he sets up something horrific about to happen knows that you're already thinking about it and then decides to make you wait for as long as humanly possible for it to happen because yeah. he he puts Bob's head down on that drill which I also like mm-hmm. I also like uh before I get into the description of this horrific thing, I also like that when Bob, Great. when she first whoever whatever uh the Anne I think Anne yes 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 uh when it when she first discovers him in the car she's like not phased and she's no. like, oh, hey, Bob, what's up? And he's like, I just need a place uh, to sleep for a couple days. I didn't know where to stay. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, that's great. That's great. You want to smoke a joint? <laughs> yeah, smoke a joint with me. Whoa. She has, a lick, she has a fucking little liquor bottle full of weed. And it's just like, <laughs> hey, what's up? Like, she like, wastes <laughs> no time. She's like, you're going to have to get out of here before my father literally kills you. But uh, you and should then, smoke a joint first. Almost Boom. on cue. Bang into the dad. No. So so he plays his head down onto the drill, and Fulci makes you wait for, like, what feels like five real-time minutes. Austin Powers-esque <laughs> length yes. with back uh, yeah. and forth, like yeah. the fucking scene, the fucking steamroller scene. In that. Uh, see, I thought it, the implication was that he wasn't going to do it. And I'm like, he's That's not the what murderer. I thought. That's what I thought. This murder actually has nothing to do with the events of the movie, yeah. so surely it's not going to occur 
And you're watching it, and I'm like, he's got it. He's, they're going to slip out the last second. Come on, Fulci. I know better than <laughs> no. this. Yeah, but- all the way through his brain. And, like, oh. and it's not even like it's not even like you see that, and you're like, it's going to go right through the skull. No, it goes like through his cheek. It goes through like a yeah. place in which he wouldn't immediately die. There's mm-hmm. a fucking, there's a set, there's a sort of top-down-esque shot like where you see his full face. There, where it takes so long that we're in a point where it's in him, but not through him yet. Like it, it's oh, yeah. so oh, yeah. slow it's to get it across his head, and I'm like, oh my fucking, God. like it was awesome. I liked it, but I was just like, Jesus, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, it was a very. It's like the equivalent. It's like a called shot. It's like Fulci was like, listen, yeah, I'm I'm pointing to where it's gonna you know go. What it is? Yeah, like you, <laughs> come on, here we go. Even even when he got into the car in the middle of the night, I saw the drill table back there and I went, this is getting used. That's how I knew Chekhov's it wasn't drill. a fake that's out. A, right. That's a is note I, I went, have is Chekhov's, Chekhov's drill. drill. It says Chekhov's <laughs> drill, sub bullet, not even supernatural, sub bullet, <laughs> slow, <laughs> is what I wrote. Uh, it, it, it's, it, be, it remains significant to me because there's basically only two types of kills on humans, right? It's the drill and people's back of their brain getting squeezed. Dude, in he, it's and what a good image it is. Uh, shots are nice. He used it thrice. <laughs> I was so half expecting often. to look and realize that it was just color corrected variations of the exact same shot, but no, he does different. Well, the first time he does it, the first time he does it, I was like genuinely shocked, which doesn't happen yeah. often. I was like, yeah, yeah. oh, that's a new thing I've never seen. Is that they like cool. squeeze? And they pull the brain, but not like the full brain, just like part of it out. And I was they like, get a big old chunk of yeah. yeah. I was like, for, oh, that's for listeners. It's like hand on the back of the head by like zombie puts the back of their hand on the back of the head of a human, and then just squeezes until you watch their fingers go through the skull and then crush that whole back part of the head, and it's just like squishing brain between their hand, and it looks it looks pretty fucking good. I was like, I was like, oh, that's new. I've never seen that one before. Yeah. And then he did it twice more, and I was like. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> he knew how I good this it. was. To to kind of, I guess, cap off the thing. Very much a cool thing. Very cool, whatever. I have to draw everyone's attention to, I think, one of the most famous things in this movie. Where a woman is stared at and her insides become her outsides. Oh, yeah. Through her mouth. And I was literally, oh, yeah. my mouth was on the floor for like that entire 45 second sequence. Just like, oh, yeah. Holy fucking shit. Like, it's very, it's not even that crazy, but just like you're sitting there looking at this woman, just completely normal mouth. I start to bleed and fill up, and I'm like, that's a really cool effect. And they're like, honey, we, we got a cool <laughs> you effect. You ain't seen for nothing yet. Chill. And they just, they keep cutting back to the close up on her mouth. And there's a certain point where you go, ah, they've made a prosthetic with a tube that they're filling these pig guts out of. But, like, for the first one, it's her full face. And I'm like, that woman just has to have gross blood, corn syrup, and, you know, whatever little thing she was willing to put in her mouth yeah. and just drop out. I'm like, you're a fucking trooper for that because that's disgusting. Well, that's, that's what got me because I'm like, I've seen people throw up all sorts of nasty yeah. shit. But then Chen was like, what do you think they made them put in put in her mouth? And I'm like, well, it was probably, uh, oh, ew. I don't know. <laughs> Gross. I do, oh, I do know. That I do know. Oh, yeah? What do they do? It's veal intestine. Veal intestine. Which is like. So okay. you mean actual fucking guts. Yeah. yeah. It's like somehow worse than what I was thinking. It's like one of those yeah. things where I was like, did it have to be veal? 
Yeah, I was thinking like pig or like yeah. whatever. And just I'm veal. not I'm not super hype about any intestines being <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> it really at that point I could give a fuck, right? <laughs> if I got if I have a bunch of just <laughs> organs pouring out of my mouth, like it might as well be mine, you know. I did because it is very much like the little the two like the intestine style thing coming out, and then when they go to the close up, that is very much the prosthesis, you know, the the makeup, the thing they made. That's when they're like, here's a lung, here's stomachs, here's livers. We don't give a fuck. Like, here's just everything flying out of this <laughs> mouth. We're just turning on the vacuum from suck to blow and just shooting all of this stuff out of here. And I'm like, this is wild. Yeah, it rules, man. It's, it's, it's funny because I, just like the drill, it draws it out long enough where it's like, okay, you kind of get the idea. Now, what if we took it so yeah. much farther than we needed you to? Could, you could look at this woman's cadaver and she would have nothing there would be nothing inside there would be ribs with an empty a desiccated you could just, husk you could, you could just move your hand around in there completely free during the <laughs> autopsy because there'd be nothing in there oh my god it was wild are Sorry. we ready to move on <laughs> to the ending yeah i think so. that was all the kills that actually the covers yeah. most everything besides you know the little kids around they they save a little kid his parents die. John John. So they're taking care of a little kid. And yeah. then they like. His sister dies. And then she comes back and kills her parents. That was pretty cool. And then he. Yeah. And the so makeup leave, is also incredible in this. They leave the kid with some cops and they go on to do. Yes. I, I, As I you mentioned do. the kid for a specific reason. Uh, yes. Leave him with the cops. They go off to, to do the, the finale. Right. It's all four of them going. It's all four of them at still at that point. Right. Going into the into so. the crypt. Three. Sandra yeah. is killed off while trying to save the boy. Right. Uh, that's what I, th- I thought that yeah. one of them might be missing. Yeah. Yes. They go in. Um, it's this. You know, I love this kind of thing, right? Where it is like we've set up like the 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 big bad. We got Father Thomas down in the crypt. We got a million zombies. We got a big old horror action mission. Still, I gotta say, I didn't. It didn't do much for me. This whole this whole last sequence. It's. They still managed to make it like pretty slow and like not I not too much going so on. So this is part of the reason I don't like this movie nearly as much as something like The Beyond, whereas The Beyond mm-hmm. makes you wait, but when it unleashes, it no. unleashes. Whereas this one is is a lot more reserved. It's a lot more mm-hmm. like and this was the first of the th- the three like thematically connected movies he made, which would, it was this one, the, the Gates of Hell trilogy is what he got. Yes, it, right? so it was this one, and I think did the Beyond come? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think it's the Beyond and then House by the Cemetery. So it, it's like very clear that this was like he was working out some kinks here. Whereas like the the, yeah. the finale of this movie is not the best, but I do love that it is not a typical zombie ending. Whereas like these are yeah. these are not just resurrected corpses like these are very clearly supernatural ghost yeah. in nature zombies which is very cool and not something you see very often yeah no it's, it's, it's very old school i love that he goes and he they win by stabbing father thomas in the dick <laughs> <laughs> leaves a, a I just huge love, hole this is my favorite part of it is we have had no level of like the exposition plot where it's like father thomas by killing himself became a demon that opened whatever like we we have the vague idea that he died and the gates of hell are open i don't know why his death is significant enough to open them we don't give a shit about that. <laughs> Fuck i that feel shit. like he was guarding it it's some level but like why did he do it how did this happen? we see the weird like vision of it but we're like okay cool there's no like there's no like guy in library who explains what we're dealing with thing and how to beat it and all that sort of stuff. So they're just going in blind. For a second, I was like, they're going to lose. They're all going to die down there. That's 
what there's one point where the reporter gets killed i go oh they're all dying this is it this is everyone's dead and that's how the movie ends holy shit that's wild full party wave but they don't um i have to say two things for this ending part i love the setting and i love specifically with that i love the scene where the music starts and all the dead start to slowly rise behind them i mm. absolutely got a i was like this is good i'm enjoying this is hitting like my receptors in the right way i'm creeped out by this but not like oh my god i'm so scared i'm just like ooh this is very eerie i like, i, this I will, cool. the the music overall in this movie like this movie is still, it's 1980 but that makes yes. it a 70s movie yeah right? exactly the, mm-hmm. the music was like catapulting itself forward into the 80s like it was yearning to to, to yes. soar you know? well it's, um, the it, second thing oh god no 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 go Brian. Go. I was going to say the second thing I was going to say is I love that they have nothing to go off of, but Sandra comes up and fucking kills. By the way, the amount of Omaiwamo Shinderu, <laughs> you're already dead in this, yeah. is fucking hilarious because that's all they do is teleport behind you and say nothing personnel kid and fucking kill you. I'm going um, to need it. Uh, can don't, you please explain that one to me? Do Brian? not. I, I can't even. <laughs> Come on. You said. It is a fucking anime trope. Um, my, it's, is that Fist it, of the North Star? Shinderu is Fist of the North Star, yeah. which is you're already dead. And it's... Anyway. Um, we'll that bring it didn't up. illuminate anything. Nor should it, because I'm not illuminating any further. <laughs> if you know, you know. I don't give a fuck anymore. Um, That's fair. <laughs> but, like, the reporter gets killed. I'm like, oh, cool. Jerry comes up, and while Sandra is eye-murdering, doing the slow, like, pull your insides via your outsides, um, on Mary... Jerry just comes up and fucking stabs her in the stomach. And it's like, oh, that worked. That worked a treat. What the fuck? That's <laughs> so crazy. I can't believe they can be killed this way. And then they get up to Father Thomas. I'm like, well, Father Thomas is like an actual thing. There's no way. Simply. Oh, my dear. I will simply stab him again. And I will simply <laughs> win. And it's like, holy shit, he did. Like, <laughs> Sometimes this shit works. If I, I were fighting Father Thomas, I would simply stab him in the gut. And, yeah, like... <laughs> I really tried to deny that he was stabbed in the dick. I'm like, it's not his dick. It's got to be his. And they like literally, it's, they like change shots so you can clearly see that. Yeah. Could only possibly be his dick. <laughs> like, it's also I love it goes in and it's like it's like the the effect of the cross is so huge on Father Thomas yeah. that it bl- it doesn't just stab him; it blows a hole in him. <laughs> yeah, mm. like I shot him with a fucking Colt 45, <laughs> just. Basketball sized hole in his head. His yeah, fucking really blue his balls. Load. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. And, Everybody and gets set they... on fire. There's a great part where they very clearly have the stunt man who's father, the Father Thomas stunt man, and he's turned around while he's on fire, and then they keep cutting over to the like close up shot of Father Thomas who's very clearly standing behind a fire <laughs> and is like, ah, I'm on fire and then we cut back to the he's turned away from the camera, but a guy in a stunt suit is wearing Which like, also leads to some amazingly excellent, like very gothic moody shots of like all their prop yes. bodies being lit on fire, hanging yeah. from the fucking things. And it's just such a good good visual of just like, oh man, they really made yeah. the fact that these aren't real people work to their advantage here. <laughs> Yeah. Very I, much. So. I lo- also just love beat the boss. Everybody else gets caught on fire. You know, like, yeah, it's, like- it's, it's, that's the way to do it. It's very cool. Uh, have to like run out of the crypt just in time, you know. Which brings us to the very last bit. They're crawling out, and the boy you said John John. Yes, right? yes, John John. He's like running over to them, and they're like, <laughs> "Yay, John John's alive!" And then all of a sudden, the woman is like, "Oh, oh no!" And she starts screaming. And then it freeze frames on John John and does like 
a weird effect where like black cracks come all oh, over the I screen love and it. the it's screen so breaks apart well animated. and the movie's over. It's so perfect. I don't I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not sure I understand. No the God no. I so <laughs> I actually I have no idea. I was desperate to understand because normally it'll be like everybody's like that doesn't make any sense and I'm like Brian knows I will bend over backwards to do a movie's work for it <laughs> and it come up with an explanation. And I was like, I literally can't think of anything that makes sense. And I looked it up and apparently somebody spilled coffee on the film reel that had <gasps> the actual full ending Whoa. and it ruined it. And they were like, can we please reshoot that? And they're like, that will be crazy expensive and you're behind. So definitely not. Oh. And Fulci's just like, Fuck it. We'll just we'll just, just cut it like right there. A oh genius. God. Wait, so what was so, the did you did you read what the ending was originally? I, he didn't to be? say. They just Love left it. it like that. Love they it. just I couldn't find anything on like what it was supposed Joe, to be. Love it. Um, fucks up his entire well, he, film's ending, refuses the, to reshoot. The, when asked about it, refuses to elaborate, walks away. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. The what people say generally is like it can either be that John John's actually a zombie and they realize that or they realize that they shouldn't be like one of the things is that it's because it's Mary Woodhouse that survives right the one who has died yeah one of the things that they say is like maybe since she is still alive since she's still alive and didn't go back to dead that means that that they didn't actually close the gate they just did some other dumb thing Uh, and so she realizes that they're still in in trouble or it's that they find out that maybe they saved the world, but they're actually in hell now. Okay. So there's also sure. just things it could be, but that's everybody on Earth. Everybody who just loves trying this movie being like, I, <laughs> I have to, I have to find something. Well, so so that actually brings me. So, so like, I the the ending, don't understand, but aesthetically incredible. <laughs> which brings me to my only other note about this movie, which is uh, how amazing. Uh, Fulci is at just immediately being like this is what I'm about which is that all the credits of this movie which I probably should have said this at the top but I forgot until just now are in this like beautiful low all lowercase sans serif font yeah which is very modern (laughs) very like like he was like listen I'm gonna blow y'all's mind real quick like you guys may not (laughs) be into it but your kids Yeah, Steve Jobs yeah. saw this movie and was like, "I can build an empire Holy on this." Shit, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I also the what was I gonna say? I just love the. I was reading about like trying to make sense of the ending and something else that somebody said is just like, "Hey, look, you're kind of missing the point. It's not really about what happened. This is not a thinker. You know, this movie's objectively." I know it, it seems like it sometimes, it's but it's not thinker. It's not like a philosophical. It's not yeah. one that you sit there and think about. It, it just is like a vibe. Yeah. It's, yes. In, in the Catch Random McCall interview, she says that she was initially hesitant to do this movie because when she first read it, it was like very hastily translated. Like she was okay. like, it seemed like they translated it specifically so that she herself could read it. Like it wasn't planned mm-hmm. to have been translated yeah. yet. And she goes... Uh, it just seemed like a bunch of special effects without a story. <laughs> and after her experience on it, she was like, yeah, like it was a great, I loved working with him. I'd worked with him again. And I was like, yeah, but like it is kind it's of just special effects what, without a story, what it is. which is also why it's amazing, which is, which all, is great. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> That's the best part about it. I have yeah. no qualms about it. Cause it sets up this big vibe and atmosphere so well that you're like, yeah, this is what I want to do in here. I don't want to, 
I don't care about what's happening. The, All I know is All Saints Day is happening or is about to happen and is happening at the same oh time. Oh my god, the best like, line. <laughs> oh my god. It's All Saints Day. And everyone's like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, like the panic on everything. It's like nobody looked at a calendar. They've been on this road trip yes. for apparently seven months and have not realized it's even. about to be All Saints Day. I can't even with them. I can't even with them being in the cemetery and simply meeting two people and going, I'm going to stop my search for a guy whose name I now know because he goes, Father Thomas? And they go, we don't know his name. You do now, because who? what other suicide priests is going on? Like, what do you think? Yeah, as soon as the guy asks, it's like, yeah, like, it's the... <laughs> No, it's oh, it's, it's sorry. It's actually we're looking for Father Brian. Yeah, <laughs> Brian. So sorry. Um, go ahead. yeah. Have, have fun. No, the only, the last thing I had was just a another weird cannibal holocaust interaction, and it gives me a chance to talk Ooh. about this guy's name again. Um, there were a couple of other like initial names floated for some of the cast, including Mister Ross, who's the guy who fucking drills Bob. Uh, gets who drills Bob is an unfortunate <laughs> way to say that. Um, he kills Bob with a drill, and it was Robert Kerman who was Professor Monroe in Cannibal Holocaust, who I bring up because I get to talk about the fact that one of his alternate names was Richard Bala, a.k.a. Dick and Balls, because he was a porn star. Oh, <laughs> that, that holds a candle to my previous favorite um, alter porn ego in this realm, yeah. which is Wes Craven. Uh, his When he was shooting like skin flicks, his oh, his name right. his name was uh, Abe Snake. Oh, <laughs> which has always stuck out in my mind is like, man, that's in that's an inspired choice. That's, that's very God good. Tier. That's so silly. It's very good. That's I love so that. Good. All right, cool. Anything else before we close out on this? Uh, not that I can think of. I just the the first thing off my brain to bring it all full circle is that uh, watching this, um really put in a stark relief like obviously like john carpenter student of the classics but i was struck at how similar this movie is to the fog okay and 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 to a lesser extent prince of darkness but like totally interesting parallel totally like this idea that like it is this like ancient evil that we cannot you know cover anymore and like descends upon this small town and sort of like throws everything into chaos it really struck me because i watched the fog like not too long ago which Mm -hmm. that movie fucking whips ass (laughs) i have not seen it yet actually dude have me back on for the fog What do you Spoiler, Joe, you're welcome first. whenever you... Yeah, well, we got to get that out of the <laughs> way. But after that, it's free real estate for you. Especially because you've gone through the effort of suffering through your own films. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I will come back on as many times as you'll have me. But so the, the it, it really struck me how similar this was to The Fog, in which it's just like, man, love a good moody atmosphere. Love a good... <laughs> oh, my God, and Jorge, if you haven't seen The Fog... Oh, my God. You want to talk about nonsensical plot details? I don't. Oh I love, don't want to. I love plot and narrative. Oh, my That's God. The Fog. <laughs> the Fog. And I'm not going to spoil it here, but The Fog has maybe yes. one of the most batshit insane backstories of any movie I've ever seen. Of just like, what the I fuck know. are you talking about? <laughs> it doesn't matter how long I've been watching these films. There's always a couple that like... It's just like you haven't seen the fog yet, or like I still haven't seen Damn Parasite, <laughs> which I know everybody. I know oh, Parasite's it's really just, cool. Yeah, yeah, Parasite's great. Yeah, I know. It's a good, it's a good movie. It's a really good movie. I know. It's just the new one that everybody. But see, that's yeah, that's like also the beauty one. though. Is anytime 
uh, there's a movie that someone's like, oh, you haven't seen this? What a beautiful moment that is because you're like, oh, shit. Okay, I get to see I got, this. I got, I got a treat. I got a treat. Thing. Yeah. But my thing is, like, I like to have a good time. So with horror, it's always like, oh, you haven't seen this movie. It's going to be absolutely harrowing. Oh, <laughs> you, you haven't seen this movie? Excited. It sucks like, shit. I'm it's not. six hours long, and you're going to hate every minute of it. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. Have or, fun, like, enjoy. your soul is going to be lesser because you're so sad and scared off of what happened. Like, <laughs> you wanted this. You selected this. this you consented to it. Oh, bro, you this haven't seen Martyrs yet? Yeah, I'm the very much. I like. have it, though. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're in... Uh, for a time we're not watching that for the show it's another that's right. another we're good never doing an episode on that we won't do it the that's another good tidbit from the Catherine mccall interview is that she she made a film with uh pascal logier who made martyr i think that's how you pronounce okay. it but who made martyrs before he made martyrs and so she was like oh, good yeah. friends with him after she made a movie and with then him the then he made martyrs and she was like oh do you want me to be in it and he was like no don't even watch it <laughs> He's like, good. he's like, don't even watch it. Honestly, like, I don't worry about that. Yeah, one. like, I'm just, no, 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 no. And there's a great choice quote from her, which she, uh, at the time of the interview, still hadn't seen it, and just goes, "Whatever he had to get out with that movie, he apparently got out." <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> which is, which is that. excellent. That's fucking incredible. Maybe I'll just have myself a terrible fucking day and just watch all. Of you should do that. You should do that. The college double feature that I did, which was when you learned what the French New Extremity was, and you watch Martyrs and Inside back to no, back. no, oh and you'll have no. the worst night of your life. <laughs> That's so cool. Fuck. Thanks, Joe. Where I, I was about thank to say, you, thank, maybe also, thank we're going to so take your pluggables away now. <laughs> because just so that you can't tell anybody to watch anything. <laughs> Uh, what? Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, at my my website www.jolieb.com, okay. um, and you can also find me on Instagram uh, Instagram slash Worm Tongue Worm with a U. Okay. Okay. And now I need to to just slow everything down for a second because <laughs> there we have a coward in our midst. When we... Oh, I completely forgot. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. No, that wasn't me being cowardice. I completely so, forgot. <laughs> Joe does Shit. the art for our other project, yes. Outlaws and Old Ones, which is a live stream oh. that we do that then we sometimes turn into a podcast. Damn right? it. Uh, and so at the end of that, every single time, we mention you him and we it. thank him for his artwork. And so whenever it's when John John Downey from Downtime with John and Emily do comes it. around and says, thanks to you know Joe Levo, Worm Tongue. <laughs> Brian does that every single time. I completely forgot because we're not in the same. I'm so sorry. I wouldn't thought. Hey, listen, it's just how much of a consummate professional Brian is. He's got sections of his brain. He's like, that's Outlaws and Old Ones. I'm sober during this recording, so (laughs) I'm normally toasted by the time we finish Outlaws because it's two hours of fucking nonsense. Two hours stream where we have to perform. Uh, yeah, it's because John is like oh, the sorry. whole time. He, we have so many pluggables for so many people. The whole time he's going, Brian is just razzing him in the background, very quietly, <laughs> very close to my mic. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then it's always, uh-huh. it's always when he does the. Blah, 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 I can't. <laughs> so I'm so sorry, Joe. I need it. Is I need a you no, to note of honor, and I apologize Please. for not doing it in media res. As I'm, we, I'm no. glad we got there. <laughs> yeah. Oh I, my god. Because I say it's, you know, you shouldn't talk behind people's backs. You should, you should 100%. Do it directly to do 100%. <laughs> I would, okay. if I was thinking, I would have done that, I swear. Yeah. Anything else, Joe? Uh, no, I think that's it. I think that's all I got. We'll get your <laughs> you video the next time when we tell everybody where they <laughs> oh, yeah. fucking yes. movies. 
Yeah, and Joe will be on many more episodes. Don't forget, you can find out every episode that a person is on by checking the website, thebloodystream.com. Thank you to John from Eyes of Astoria for intro and outro Deadwalk. Thank you to Melanie for running our Instagram so that anything actually happens there. <laughs> Shouts out to our sister podcast, John Time with Down and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. You can find them on getdowny.com or on social media at Downey Siblings, D-O-W-N-E-Y, siblings, as in brother and sister. You can find us on social media uh, at Bloody Stream Pod, and we will talk to you. Same bloody time, same bloody channel.